Welcome to Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. Julie Girl is a weekly podcast presented with an unfiltered foray into all things Big Brother. This podcast is intentionally created from an alternative POV. Big Brother has a vastly diverse fan base, but the majority of the content I see is constantly skewed. And I wanted a place where I could be as real as possible and talk about what's really going on in these BB streets. If you ever have any suggestions for fun things you'd like to hear, feel free to let us know. Also, any other comments or concerns, you can slide in our DMs on Twitter at at JulieGirlPod or send an email to JulieGirlPod at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. And without further ado, it's time to wrap up a lovely season of CBB on Snacks with Zach. Featuring Zach. <laughs> the pouring of no-name wine. The always endearing cracking of a Budweiser can. With special guest, crumbling of a plastic wrapper. And introducing for the first time, Special K. You're ridiculous. That was just for fun. <laughs> Snacks for Zach's, not thirsty Kirsties. Hello, Zachary. Hi, hi, hi. How you hi, feeling? Hi. <laughs> hello. 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 Hi, hi. Hi, hey, hey. Hello. Yo, what's, what's up? I'm going to see her Tuesday. Are you? Yes. I, I thought see. she was just here. Azalea's problematic. Yes. She is ridiculous, I'm but so I think I would like to see her. Anyways, how fantasy. are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. You feeling like a fantasy? <laughs> fantasy part two, which we will never get. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. I'm rare, bitch. I'm rare. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. We are happy to be back. This season is slowly winding what? down, what? and it's what? so weird. It because I feel like we've just gotten so used to doing this, and I'm like, in a few weeks, we're not going to have anything I mean, to talk about when we have Big Brother. Two, two weeks or three it's weeks like left? two weeks. Only Which two is, more episodes? I feel like it. I Isn't it crazy? I was like, I mean, we could still do like a recap or something at the Mm-mm. end. You said no? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe a recap after a week break or something. <laughs> we'll reminisce memories. Exactly. A walk down memory lane. We can meet in three months. <laughs> I'm ready to talk even though tonight was ridiculous i come over here every sunday and tonight my mom's car was behind my car Mm -hmm. and she was in marina del rey i was like ma'am you know i do things every sunday night i'm gonna need you to remove your car parents acting up today my parents changed the xfinity password (laughs) today and i came home from work and i was trying to watch braxton family values and i could not log in and i had to call my parents on the east coast and wake them up oh they were asleep already what time they go to sleep sleep at like nine i guess it is like yeah it's like almost it's like 10 there or something 
And so I woke them up and I was like, Mom, what's the Xfinity password? And why'd you change it? <laughs> you I had to watch Facts and Family Values. You can find you a link. Let your mama sleep. You were wrong for calling Victor Gabe. No, he absolutely tweet. looks <laughs> just like Gabe. When he, did you see his picture? When he cut his hair and his, all the hair off of his face, I was like, why is Gabe Solis on Big Brother? Mary and Nicole. Oh my God. He looks just like him. I love the and Nicole I'm not sorry. Gabe episode, though, from Braxton Family Values. That's I like one Gabe. of my favorites. I liked when they cut Gabe's hair, but I do not like yeah, Victor no. without hair. Like Victor he looks, needs he looks like hair. a completely different person. Yeah. He literally looks like he went from being like this Amazon kind of warrior, yeah. like ready to go. He had this edge to him, and now he straight up looks like a mathematician named yeah. Peter. And I was just like, what happened? How did this? I mean, clearly we know how. Named Peter. He, that's what he looks like. It's just like, oh, he this was, is Peter. It's my boyfriend. He's a mathematician. That's what Tarzan to a mathematician. He does. He'd be calculating them numbers. You know? Anyway, <laughs> speaking of calculating numbers, <laughs> I don't know why, because they didn't calculate numbers on CBB, but you know, they'd be getting votes that they got to calculate. <laughs> I tried it real hard. In the spirit of Braxton Family Values, since I was just talking about it, as Tamar would say, you tried it. You, I tried it. <laughs> that was mess.com. <laughs> anyway, okay. CBB. CBB. We are at the end of the road with CBB for this series. And possibly forever, which is kind of crazy. Bye. To think. <laughs> Adios. Say la vie, mama. <laughs> I miss Justin. But yeah, we might be saying say la vie, mama to CBB here in a few weeks. Well, it, tomorrow. 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 I can't um, believe it's already the end of it. I know. I feel, I feel like, like it just started. Yeah, absolutely. But I kind of like these big brothers that go quick. Yeah. And it's like, I get my fix and I'm moving on. Like yeah. Celebrity American Edition, I was into it. Like three mm-hmm. weeks, I'm good to go. This three months stuff is exhausting. It is. I feel like I've been removed from the world for a while and I'm you ready to jump back seriously. in. I do take it very seriously. You stay in the world like me, it's fine. I mean, I'm more than the cash though. It's still a lot, but it's <laughs> fine. BB is, is a lot. You it know what? A lot to me. We'll get to um, when we went to Big Brother this week, but I just want to say that as a cash, I feel like I'm more tuned in than most cashes are. So okay, but I feel like you have access to me though. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we talk on Sunday night, but we go through everything on Sunday night, so you get a healthy dose. <laughs> anyway, so the CBB final is tomorrow, and it's been a pretty good series, I'd say. I've been thoroughly interested, which is not what I can say for a couple of seasons I've watched. Yeah. Like, I've actually been excited for one o'clock to come around mm-hmm. so I could watch what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it's been a little bit boring the past few Ooh, episodes. Today's episode was rough to watch. I didn't think it was ever going to end. It was rough, but I, w- I kind of like those reminiscing, not reminiscing, but like those episodes where they're kind of saying goodbye and mm-hmm. kind of appreciating each other for the time that they spent with each other. Like, bye. I like that. <laughs> That's all I needed to say. Bye. It was fun. Bye, y'all. But no, I'm just like, I don't want everyone to leave yet. But then I was like, these people are boring. Like, Dan and Gabby and all of them They're are like just, little like, argument super boring. Or whatever, and, like, Kirsty being like, cuddle, cuddle, I, it was, I was kind of... I was like, Kirsty, shut I up. I was a little offended. Like, I was yeah, like, he's, he's married. married. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He, kids. he talks about his wife and, like, and children I, all the time. Don't talk to isn't, Don't they know each other? And that's, like, the storm that they yeah. had, like that there's something between them yeah. that's very inappropriate I will say though that I feel like everything that is between them at least within the big brother house has been harmless like Absolutely. if I was somebody watching 
that, of course I would be jealous. But if I was somebody else other than myself watching that, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Like, I feel like they didn't do anything wrong, like they said today, you know? I feel like it was Dan that was talking to Gabby, and he was just like, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, yeah. we just slept together, like, you know? So I don't think that they have anything to worry about when they're leaving the house. But no, I don't think so either. I don't know their partner, so I don't know really what's Very going true. on in their they life. They could have so you as a partner. They could have me as a partner, <laughs> and they would have a lot of explaining to do. But yeah, I don't think they did anything wrong. I just think that... Um, it's a little awkward for them to be like in I mean first and foremost if you know somebody and you're gonna be stuck in the house with them I understand you gravitating towards that person yeah. so I think that's completely fine you're always but, gonna talk to the person you know yeah absolutely but the curse unless is Kirstie Alley <laughs> is in your house I mean who else was she supposed to talk to Hardy like, right <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Hardy, Hardy was evicted this week, mm, um, which was a surprise bye. to me. I really didn't think he was going to go. Well, you know how I feel. As much as like Hardy gets on my nerves sometimes, you know how I feel about Sally. So I, I was not happy when Sally stayed and Hardy left. And see, I love Sally, so I was happy that she stayed. But I like Hardy, and I actually wanted him to win this series. So I was a little bummed that he left. I didn't want him to win, but I didn't want Sally to stay. So if you don't want him to win, not that, who do you want to win? Okay, so this has been really hard for me because when we first started talking about CBB, I confessed my love for Kirstie Alley. But she has been so fucking boring on this TV show. She has not done anything. I feel like tonight, or was it tonight or was it yesterday's episode when she was talking to Hardeep? And she was like, okay, you like you get people upset, you bring up these topics, and then, you, and then you leave the room. I feel like that was the most that she's like really interacted and had like a true conversation with someone in the house. And I really appreciated that because, I mean, it's true. And um, so, I mean, in that moment, I was just like, the cops are here for you. Can you I'll please do it. Please don't break down my door. Do He's in here. Um, no, but like... So I think that I'm rooting for Nick. Really? Yeah, I... Oh, wait, me too. You know, honestly, I get Nick and Ryan, all these, like, regular names. Yeah. I get them confused. <laughs> all these regular people names. I be like, Nick and Ryan and Dan, like, which one is which? Um, <laughs> but no, I, I'm on the same boat. Well, I kind of want to I don't Nick know if you saw my tweet earlier, but I think, like, in today's episode, the only part that I really enjoyed was Nick's little segment of him singing Dancing Queen. Yes. <laughs> he just showed me, like, I feel like he came into the house and he was such a and quiet he knew, person. He was really feeling he, like he like, knew the lyrics. So it wasn't just about them being on the screen. I was yeah. like, okay, Dan, you yeah, like, but I mean, not it, Dan. It was like, Nick. He, he came, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess there's a Dan. I was like, there's not even a Daniel on the house. <laughs> um, but I feel like he came His name in. is Daniel. I didn't even think about that. That's just such a random thought. Continue. <laughs> Can I finish? Sorry. <laughs> no, but he came into the house, and I feel like he was just quiet. Didn't really talk to anyone other than Hardeep. Like, you know, I feel like he probably felt like an outsider, you know, compared to, like, all of the other young people in the house. Um, I mean, I had no idea who the fuck he was. So, like, he really wasn't on my radar. But I feel like over the season, like, he's really, like, opened up to everyone. In this episode, we see him doing karaoke and actually, like, really having fun with it. Like, I, it made me happy watching him sing Dancing Queen. And I fucking hate that song. Like, <laughs> so, like, that's, like, saying a lot. And then I really, really enjoyed his conversation with Gabby and Dan by the hot tub. Oh, me too. And him, like, opening up and being, like, you know, I hope, like, one of you two win. It's better for your career. But also, like, don't worry about what people think about you and stuff like that. Like, I really enjoyed that conversation. It was great advice. I thought it was such great advice. Yeah. And I mean, saying that they're probably jealous of you. They want to be in your position. 
head and all those different things. And I was like, you know what? You, I don't know if it's always jealousy, but for the most part, I think what he was saying was very much on yeah. point. What did I tweet? I tweeted at someone today and it was about Nick. And it was like, I was like, he's done everything Big Brother has thrown at him, caused no problem, seems, ah, seems to be someone in the house that everyone can go to and has opened up throughout the game. The definition of a winner to me. I'm Absolutely. rooting for him. So I really, I, I'm team Nick right now. What do you think it takes for somebody to win this show? I feel like it's such, it's like a game, it's but a, it's not really a game. It's, it's not a really a game, it's a popularity Yes. And I don't know if Nick is popular because we yeah. haven't seen anybody else go up on the block but hard even yeah. somebody else that always goes home. So yeah. it's like, we don't really know what the public thinks of each person. You know, I can't really say. It, to me, Big Brother, or Celebrity Big Brother isn't a game. It is a popularity contest. So I... I mean, I feel like Kirstie's gonna win. Probably. Just because her name is power not powerful, but mm. it has more of a star behind it, you know? But you never know. Fucking Sally could win. She was the spiritual guide or whatever for Princess Diana for like <laughs> 69 years. <laughs> I enjoyed that little conversation they had today because I thought it was like kind of crazy. <laughs> really, Zach. <laughs> Gotta start drinking sometime. <laughs> I guess that time is now. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet Sally saw it coming. <laughs> um, I bet she did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more psychic than her. <laughs> I was dying in that in the game they played where she had to open the boxes with the letters, oh, and they were my. like, "You should be able to know which ones they're in." And it's I like was, it doesn't work like that. But they, I was so mad at her for continuing to do the game after she had so many letters. I, I like, like that she continued. Like go, it? like push for it. I like <laughs> she could have got one more. I, I think I would have went. I would have kept going too. Mm-hmm. But in the end, everybody ended up getting their letters. So I think it was fine. Some of them could have lived without their letters. Some very were like true. very lackluster, like Kirsty. The lemurs say hi. <laughs> lemurs can't talk, bitch. Like, <laughs> don't lie to her. <laughs> That's why she's so fucked up, because y'all continue to lie to her. Right. But I liked hearing about the, the Princess Diana thing, because I kind of got obsessed with the idea of the royals earlier this year with the wedding and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of diving into that. And then I started watching The Crown and stuff. So it was interesting. That looks like the most boring TV show. It is in fascinating the world. to me. I, I just I feel like they're such a fascinating um, group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but hearing about it was really interesting, and in her how her saying that if, once you sign up for that family, it's like you you're forever in a Big mm-hmm. Brother house, and how you can never really be friends with one of them because it's like a steel door between you forever. And I was just like, that's crazy. Yeah. And how she said she predicted that the queen was going to die. Okay, well, it's really easy to say you predicted something. I predicted that Beyonce was going to announce her pregnancy at the VMAs and drop her Shut microphone. Up. I don't know what it was, but I predicted it. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying that it's so easy to say you predicted something after you've already done it, especially if you have such a big name for being such like a... What the fuck are they even called? Psychic, yeah, like yeah, a psychic medium, yeah. clairvoyant, as <laughs> your girl Kayla would say, clairvoyant, <laughs> love and light, y'all. Um, I but don't no, know I, if she was, if she really did have a relationship with Princess Diana. I want the receipts. I feel like, I mean, I, but why else would she be famous? I feel like that's probably why she was famous because of her connection to that. Like, I don't know. I don't have a oh, Princess I don't have Diana. Facts, I wish but... you would have went to someone else. I would have <laughs> gave you a little bit better advice. No offense. Yikes. If she saw it coming, why y'all stop it? <laughs> I mean, I think you can you can see that just like Raven, she always used to see stuff coming, but she couldn't stop it. 
Because she didn't realize she didn't realize when it was gonna happen. A Disney Channel show. Listen, <laughs> listen, Raven. <laughs> do not bring up that's so Raven. Listen, I will always bring up that's so Raven. Raven is valid in any argument. Future, I can see. That is so Sally. That's so Sally. <laughs> so Caitlyn. Oh my god, I still the, laugh at that. Oh my video. god, that video. Of that's so Caitlyn. <laughs> I just wish that she would have said, "Yep, that's me." At the end, <laughs> she, they should have made her say it in the house. I'm, yeah. See, we need to be in the house. If with I, we should go to like the after party at Cliff. Oh that I was talking about, and be like, go up to Caitlyn and be like, "Look, just say, yep, that's me,' We're and like doing record it, it and We're then do it, it at the end of that video." I'm down. I'm down because okay. <laughs> we're gonna make be it. So- because that will just be like the cherry on top and finish the video because the rest of the video is great that is actually so exciting that's the only reason that I want to go to that event now (laughs) because I was like I don't really want to go I want a picture with her as well are we going to go? I want to go then let's go what what is that Thursday? it's Thursday? well it's not this Thursday it's the Thursday after we can look at it later well, I'm not. I'm just gonna look and see if I'm free that Thursday. Oh, schedules! Oh my gosh! I'm type A. <laughs> I'm type C when it happens. <laughs> we gonna see when it happens. <laughs> oh, Leslie's in town that week. Oh, she can come. Oh, with shout out to my friend Leslie who listens to this. She called hey, me. Hey, Leslie. Um, yeah, you know Leslie. Yeah. She called me last night and she was. Um, telling me um well she was asking for a link for this podcast and she was telling me that she was talking to people at work because apparently there's big brother fans at her work and she was like oh my friend does a podcast and they asked which one and she told them and apparently they listened to it shut up no she said two of them knew no way so whether she was lying or not (laughs) who the fuck knows because it is leslie and i love you leslie if you're listening to this but sometimes you lie (laughs) but if not do good at big brother bro (laughs) <laughs> That's my spot. <laughs> Y'all gonna be fighting. <laughs> I'm gonna go into hiding. So, <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, no, that that was just something random that came up, and I was like, oh, that's cool. That the is people cool. are actually listening. I know. That's interesting. Interesting. Anyway, what were we were talking about, Sally? We ta- <laughs> oh no, we, yeah, we were talking about Sally and Princess Diana. But I said everything I need to say about that. I don't. Um, this episode was boring. They also did the. Uh, Thirsty Kirsty, which was like a play on Cheers, which honestly, whenever it started, I got a little nostalgic hearing. I was not a fan of the show Cheers. Like it used to come on before, mm-hmm. like Bewitched, and I used to be pissed off because I love Bewitched. Mm-hmm. So the theme Why would song, that piss you off? because I was, I wanted Bewitched to be on. Um, I didn't want to have to sit through through Cheers. Watch and, something else. <laughs> no, turn the channel. But I was a kid <laughs> watching Nick at Night, and so mm-hmm. I never really liked Cheers, but tonight. Bunch. Tonight, I enjoyed hearing it because it just reminded me of being a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it, it just brings a reason why she's here again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a part of her legacy. So I thought it was cool that they did that. Yeah. But I also realized that a lot of the tasks this season have been around Kirsty. Yeah. But she don't do nothing in them. She's always really boring. Like the only thing she did that even made my ears perk up was her throwing that drink at uh, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing the drink at Ryan. But I mean, I still don't even really know what the task was about. <laughs> But I liked the setup. I thought it was cute that they would set it up like cheers for her. I wish that they would have done a task where the lemurs came out. <laughs> have the lemurs over the showers. Right. That would have been cute. I don't know. I never watched Cheers. I mean, I know the theme song. I guess when it came on, I was like, oh, this is cute. <laughs> like, why couldn't have they done like It Takes Two and brought Mary Kay and Ashley out? And done, like, <laughs> you know, Mary Kay Ashley <laughs> didn't even go to Full House. They're not coming to CBB. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for Kirsty. <laughs> Maybe for Kirsty. 
I love Mary Kate and Ashley. If you're listening, hi. <laughs> Why would Rumor Mary- has it. Mary Kate and Ashley listens to this podcast, y'all. <laughs> that would be hilarious. There, I went to a party last night and we were playing Taboo and one of the uh, clues was Mary Kate. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, who is Ashley's sister? And people were like, what? But then they got it. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley. Another topic in this week's episode, or excuse me, this week's episodes, weeks, week episodes, weeks, this week's episodes, episodes. We have two S's. This week, the episodes this week. Okay, so (laughs) we had some drama between Hardeep and Sally. More drama for Hardeep, as usual. How did you feel about it? So the situation was... It was all exhausting. I don't even know. How did this even start? They wanted to do an acting game. This I wasn't think. a task. It was, it was just no, it was fun. Just like Because that's how I got confused. I was yeah. like, where did this even come no, from? No, I think it was like Kirsty was like, hey, let's act. <laughs> that sounds very Kirsty. Like, hey, y'all, let's act. Let's act. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, very strange. So they were like, gonna make Nick a patient and then the rest were doctors or something and ryan too well it was like ryan hardeep and nick were supposed to be patients and then i guess sally uh gabby and dan were going to be doctors and then kirsty was the director or something like that i don't know all i know is they shoot to nick and he's got toilet paper wrapped around (laughs) his head and i was just like catch up on him and i'm like what's going on that, that's just gross and like second I need toilet paper so like <laughs> pass that over don't waste toilet paper that's rude you could give that to a food bank <laughs> sorry I had to go in with that um, and then the, yeah they were like pouring ketchup on him and I was just like I hate ketchup anyway the smell like oh it made me sick I was like mm, I don't know but then Sally says that they should put some type of powder talcum powder talcum powder. I Which don't know, I don't that know that what that is. So either, like but I Googled powder. it. Yeah, it, it looked like baby powder from when I saw because I was like, I'm never, yeah. I was like, maybe we call it baby powder here and they yeah. call it talcum powder there. Yeah. Um, so she like was like, Hardy, you don't look sick enough. Like, let's get some of this powder or something. Yeah. And then he was just like, when I'm sick, I don't get whiter. You yeah. Know, like going off on that. And then he was like, I'm a brown man. I don't need talcum powder. And, and then he was like, it's borderline racist. <laughs> it did he say borderline? Yeah, he okay. did. All or right. he said uh, slightly racist or something. Yeah, like that. he said something. I can't remember, but he, you know, uh, was very uncomfortable with the, um, I guess, way the she comment. said it, the comment. Then he said what he needed to say. And then, as Hardeep does, he got up and left the room. And this is what really pisses me off about Hardeep. I feel like he sets up moments where he can have really deep conversations with people and educate people on stuff that maybe they don't necessarily know. But the way he handles it and the tone of his voice and everything just ruins it. And then he leaves. I find him extremely aggressive and rude. And I feel like the way he talks to Big Brother in the diary room, if he could take that tone of voice and the way he speaks in the diary room and take it out, side I think it would be better but I feel like he talks down to people when he's trying to explain things I don't think he necessarily has a conversation I feel like he has a conversation but while he is doing it he's also like kind of being like I'm better than you 
I feel like I would be very, I don't feel like I could learn anything from him the way that he like speaks to people. I feel like I would spend more time being upset with the way that he's talking to me versus like being like, okay, I hear what you say. Like, I'm sorry, that was wrong. Which I honestly, as much as I hate Sally, like, guys, like, I really fucking hate Sally. <laughs> like, I do not like her at all. Like, I I don't think in that moment she meant anything. I think she just meant, like, to make him... I mean, like, we've got Nick wrapped up in toilet paper. We've got, like, I think they had, like, toilet paper on Ryan's arm or something. And there was, like, nothing... Hardy was just, like, laying there. And so I think she was just, like, saying it to, like, be, like, you know, like... I don't know. Maybe she didn't mean something. We but we know. I don't that think they she. Like, no, I don't think she meant anything. You know, they. We know that the two of them do not have a good relationship with each other at all. But I just thought, like, in that moment, it was kind of. Um, it was just a little over the top for me, and it just seemed very unnecessary. And then, like I said, I just hate how Hardeep starts something and then leaves. I don't think that. I think with the situation, Hardeep had a, a room full of people that were in disagreements with him immediately. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to try to have a conversation where you can teach someone mm-hmm. or really be open about how you feel when you probably feel immediately attacked because you're coming yeah. from all angles. People are coming from all angles. Well, do you think that there's a reason why the entire room, like, went, you know, like, was against him and was like, Hardy, like, yo, you need to chill? Because Sally... I don't think meant it in that way. And she didn't mean it, but I think the whole room felt that way because it was a room full of white people. Like everybody oh. in that room was white. Hardeep is the only person of color in the house other than Ryan, but yeah. Ryan passes as white. Yeah. And I feel like Ryan has a problem with the fact that he is not white. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it makes him uncomfortable. You all right? <laughs> we need to take you to Kirsty's uh, hospital. <laughs> you can put powder on my face. <laughs> no, but. Also, they didn't ask to put powder on anybody else's face. So I think yeah. that... Well, they couldn't put it on Nick's face because he had toilet paper all his over face it, was still so. His <laughs> face was still there. But I, I understood what... I think what Sally said was borderline racist. It's a racist comment. But just like Hardeep said, you can say something racist and not be racist. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying... No. I'm more upset with her comment of... What's that thing that you put around your head the yeah. night before? That is what I consider a racist comment. And but you and, have to think that one, like we've said before, microaggressions. Mm-hmm. There are little things people do to mm-hmm. you that are just like I'm not gonna touch you. I know you. <laughs> it's just like somebody tapping you. Oh, and tapping. brother, he hit me. <laughs> he hit me. Oh. Just like tapping you over and over again, yeah. and you get to a point where yeah. you're fed up, and and it all builds up. So her saying something like that the night before, and then not telling anybody else to put powder on their face, and then asking, telling him to put powder on his face it's just like these things build up and it makes me feel a type of way and yeah. he wasn't even saying but this you're racist for him he never lets anything build up the second he feels something he starts something but it's also a foundation if you build a foundation of something and you keep stacking things up it's gonna grow mm-hmm. there's no way around it so he's i mean just... every woman has a breaking point one of my favorite quotes i i i was on her deep side <laughs> pretty much this entire time and I was actually offended by the way that Sally handled it because she was she, she made it about time. herself she made it all about herself and they acted like I don't think Hardeep's the type that's gonna say something that he doesn't really feel or believe yeah. well the thing that made me upset is that Sally said what she said Hardeep said what he said Hardeep leaves 
Sally needed to be a big girl and go after her deep and have the conversation that needed to be had. She didn't need to send every single housemate out there to talk to him for her. And yes. I feel like this is what Sally keeps doing, and this is why I hate her so much, is because Sally doesn't fight her own battles. Everything that Sally's been through, I feel like she sent someone else to do it for her, especially Ryan. I feel like Ryan is her like little dog. But I don't she know. She like, I don't think she sent him. She didn't tell him go do it. Go do she, this. It, it's it's but, a, it's an unspoken. Uh, but they're all command. They can, I feel like they can all make yeah, their own decisions. They can, but I, feel I like think Sally's the older woman in the house, and Ryan. Ryan knows that he was on the right side of things with Roxanne. So I, mm-hmm. like the way that I feel, I feel like he thinks he's on the right side of a lot of these situations. So he fights for them when he doesn't need to. And I think that he wants to stand up for these people to make himself look like he's not. I'm not saying that I think it's from a phony place because mm-hmm. I really do believe he believes what he says, but. I think he's doing it because he knows that he feels like he's right. Well, Bunyan Gate was super stupid. I yeah. like him going out there to have that conversation with Hardeep. I knew that was a conversation or a battle he was going to lose immediately. It like was so he like dumb. really tried to like fight. Number one, the fact that I don't even like to say that word. Bunyan? It is <laughs> It is so gross. I just think about Paul Bunyan, so it doesn't bother oh, me. <laughs> I think of, like, nasty feet and shit. Oh. Yeah, I mean, which is what it is. And yeah. Like, it just makes, I'm just like, why the fuck are we talking about this? But also, at the same time, I was like, Hardy, like, do you really need to, like, keep bringing up this lady's foot? Like, let it go. See, that's the thing also with Hardy that I don't like is, like, he can... He gets upset when people keep doing things, but then he continues to do things. I feel like, but talking th- about there's never a, it's a never ending thing with Hardy. I feel like I feel like you're either a part of his jokes or like you are like against him. It's either I don't know. I feel like you just kind of have to. I feel like that's why he got along with Nick. Oh so well in the house it's because Nick just doesn't say anything he just yeah. sits there and I feel but like that's the type I, I of person that needs to be friends with Hardy I don't think you it can't was really a say anything I don't know I really think so I don't think that's true I feel true. like Hardy would fight with the wall if you no I, everything Hardy has said mm. I feel like has there's been value to it I mean I'm not saying that there's no value but I also I'm kind of like why are we talking about this he just mentioned her bunion and but why are we talking about her fucking bunion they live and in a house together 24 7 yeah, they talked about but because it. Oh, Sally was God. offended well they talked about it so many times and then the last time before like the whole thing came up he like said something about like oh those shoes are giving you bunions or something it wasn't like the conversation seemed to be done you know yeah. I don't know I'm not in the house so I don't see and it's edited but I mean it seemed like the conversation was done and then he brought it back up and I'm just like leave this lady's feet alone like who gives a fuck what is on her foot like that's nasty it's it's dumb but I think at the beginning like the start of it I don't think he necessarily did anything wrong well at the beginning no but like continuously bringing it up like stop stop talking about it's gross as a viewer I don't want to fucking hear it like (laughs) you know why no I feel you but he just like he just irritates me but then at the same time I do see what he's saying and so it makes it Hardeep is a very hard character for me because excuse me housemate like I I like him and I see what he's saying and I get where he's coming from I just like don't understand his approach to what it is that he's trying to get across. I feel like he approaches it wrong. Like he what is it? Like but he doesn't sugar get any... like attracts more, honey attracts more than yeah, so yeah, so yeah. like he just 
the way he talks and the way he acts and the way he runs away from things, he just seems like I feel like it's always in, in response, though. He never in, initially is in a bad way until somebody responds and comes after him in a certain way. And then he kind of shuts down. And well, I think if I mean, it's like the whole like when what was it? Ryan and Kirsty were talking like over him and he was like oh like you guys are just gonna talk over that me was like much, and then yeah. he just like got up and you know it's just like you, you can't really say anything around him he gets upset about it and so like yeah I get what you're saying but at the same time I don't get what you're saying because I he does you. I'm not I saying like, he's perfect I mean, at all no I think he's that, irritating sometimes I think that I mean no I'm not saying he's perfect and I'm not saying that he's like fall I mean like a horrible person because like I said I'm very torn when it comes to Hardy because I get what he's saying a lot of times I just don't like his delivery yeah and that's where I'm but a lot of people that. a lot of people think that I don't like your delivery so I'm not gonna really respect what you're saying or listen to or take put mm-hmm. value in what you're saying and mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they did to him on the episodes yesterday and today um because Ryan really acted wait no is this Ryan mm-hmm. yeah that's Ryan mixed up Ryan really acted like you really don't know their names. <laughs> I mean, I really be confused. But Ryan was so aggressive towards him in explaining why he doesn't like the conversation of race to even come up. He was like, "This isn't a conversation that needs to be happening in the house." When yeah. I completely feel like it's a conversation that absolutely no, needs to happen. It in the was house. a conversation that needed to be had, but and Ryan definitely was not correct. And then with he him to being say, like. It's not something that I deal with in my life. Exactly. So, like, I don't want to talk about it. He said, racism is irrelevant in my yeah. life. Are you kidding me? You, and, and, and it, that infuriated me because he is Indian. He's from mm-hmm. Indian descent. So, for you to talk to somebody who has brown skin that comes from a similar background as you, and you can stand there and say, well, racism is irrelevant in my life, so I don't understand why the conversation needs to happen. When somebody is sitting here trying to explain to you why something is the way that it is or telling you how they feel about something and you're you're completely dismissing it because of your own personal opinion about it it's ugh, absolutely utterly res- disrespectful and just i think that the best thing that could have happened for them in order to have like a, a healthy conversation about it i feel like everyone should have just stopped what they were doing taking some time to cool off and then maybe Ryan and Hardeep go and have like a conversation about it. You know, a serious like, okay, we're not heated anymore. Let's talk. Hardeep not speaking in his condescending tone as he does a lot. You know, Ryan not getting angry and mad. And just having like a conversation about it. Because obviously it was something that they needed to do. They needed to have a talk because what neither one of them were correct and what ryan said was completely crazy and didn't make sense and i was just like looking well i was watching it on my phone so i was looking at my phone like are you crazy right now <laughs> like seriously but it just like blew up and like i don't know like ryan was yelling hardy was being hardy and then i think it was I like later hardy apologized like, if Hardy was like, I think I, threw, I blew it out of proportion, I'm going to go apologize. And I was just like, I, what, nothing he said was wrong. So I hated that he was going to make himself the bigger person, even though I respect it as a, as a human being, like, to just ease things out. But I just thought it was the wrong approach in that situation because he didn't do anything wrong. He just wanted to appease everybody. I'm thinking. <laughs> I was like... I don't know. 
This one is just like a weird one for me. I mean, I say what, say what you feel. I feel like you're not saying something. <laughs> I mean, it's... like for real, just like say. Yeah, what you no. Mean. I okay. mean, for me, you know, I can't really put myself in Hardeep's shoes. You know, I'm sure he's gone through. I mean, you know, the closest thing that I can get to this is being gay and, you know, just having to deal with being labeled as gay, you know, and having that against me. So I can't really relate. All I can do is see what I saw and speak on what I like see. And I think if I were in that situation, how would I react if, you know, I was... Kirsty, Gabby, Dan, you know, like watching everything go down. Um, and I, I think that I would, I would be mad at Hardy for bringing, because this isn't the first time that it's come up. Yeah. And I feel like uh, a conversation about it hasn't been had. Like a good, healthy sit down, we talk about this moment hasn't happened for them. I think the house guests are just sick of Hardy. I guess, yeah, using, you know, the color of his skin as something for him to argue about. Because I feel like if Hardy isn't cooking, he's arguing. He's <laughs> never. We only see the edit, so it's like we a only see hour the, a day. We only into these yeah, moments. and like I said, I, I, like I said, all I can do is speak on what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just seems like he's always arguing about something, but nothing good ever comes out of these arguments. Well, it's hard to, for something good to come out when other people disagree with what you're saying, because when it comes to the conversation of race, it's very rare that you're going to have somebody agree with you if they they feel like they're in the wrong. Well, maybe. Because they like Dan told him, he was like, the moment you came in the house, you started talking about yourself as a brown man. And why was that necessary? And and the fact is, he is a brown person. He wakes up every morning and he realizes his skin is different. Just as a black person, I realize I'm black every day of my life. It's a completely different way of living. But is that how you introduce yourself when you walk into a room? Like if you were on to Big, if you were on Big Brother, is that how you would define yourself? Absolutely, I would not. Because, well, Big Brother is a different thing in the U.S. So okay, it well, would put yourself in celebrity. But I don't. What well, did he say that when he walked in? I mean, I don't know. You just said the dance that since well, he walked into the house. I know, but I'm I'm thinking like he brings it up because it's a part of his life. It's something he's aware of and something right. he speaks about. It's not like, hey, I'm Hardeep, I'm brown. Let's yeah. talk about it. It's not like that. But it's like, if I'm in a situation where something comes up, it's like, you have to see it from through brown eyes. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard. And it, and that's why I sometimes feel bad for, for white people because they don't always... They're not always able to see that side I mean, of things. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's impossible for me to see. Yeah, that. yeah, like, yeah. I'm not all I can do is listen yeah. and try to do what I can to. And you, you know, do a good be, job. Thank you. <laughs> you know, to be a better person and recognize it and acknowledge that it's happening and be aware and educate myself and not you know depend on other people to educate me. Like I'm a human being. I know right and wrong. I should be able to do everything for myself. But I wish I was. I wish I were in that house, like just so I could have seen how it all went yeah, down. Yeah, Because too. I feel like, honestly, like I feel like there's been a build up, and I feel I don't believe like the entire house would have like said something to Hardeep if Hardeep hadn't like continued to do this. And I feel like there was no resolution before this. I mean, even Kirstie Alley was like, you know, talking to him in like the bedroom. I mean, it's like 
like I said like, earlier, it's like the white people do that. And I, I hate talking about white people and in a general Kirstie sense. Alley is the Republican. Yeah, so like, it's like okay, it would make sense. And it's it's Sorry. literally a group of only yeah. white people. Yeah, and I, I get that. And white people do not like the conversation of race because it makes people uncomfortable. Unless you are comfortable talking about it, which is rare to find somebody who is comfortable enough to talk about it. So that's one reason why I kind of gave Hardeep the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. because I don't think anybody in the house really could understand where he was coming from. And the only person who could understand is Ryan, who refuses to acknowledge the fact that he's brown, you know? So yeah. it's, well, it's, it's like Hardeep he's... attacked his owner, Sally. So. <laughs> woof, woof. Woof, woof. Uh, it's a lot, but it's a, it's a good conversation to have, and I'm I was very interested in watching it, and I was very intrigued by the dynamic between Ryan and Hardeep, and the differences between being a passing person of color and somebody, somebody who looks brown. Yeah, somebody who, yeah, like he looks like a tan. I honestly person. thought he was just a tan. I had no idea he was Indian like, until Hardeep yeah. said so, and I was like, someone lays out a lot. <laughs> Get that son. Um, but yeah, I think. <laughs> This season has had some really interesting, controversial moments, and it's been pretty good. Um, but I'm glad it's over. I'm kind of glad it's over too. Yeah, everyone else in the house right now is boring, and I can't imagine watching another week of just them. <laughs> Did you say what? Just them. I always said just Ben. I was like, you would love that. <laughs> no. The best part of the episode was when Ben came back for the quiz. Right. It was really cute. I like. I was kind of sad is. that he left. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think that is a good well you know we'll talk about the ending of cbb but i'm pretty pretty uh happy yeah. with the way it's gone we can talk about that i mean obviously we're gonna have to talk about that next week yeah yeah, yeah. We will. all right fingers crossed for nick yes team nick team nick all right let's take a break before we talk about bb20 julie girl julie girl enjoy him <laughs> I said I'm not laughing at JC anymore. I can't help turtle. It was funny. Okay. Um Alrighty. So we are coming into the down slope of BB20. And it's been pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a lie. It's been kind of boring. Yeah. Um, but the past week I thought was pretty well, the episodes at least were good. Um, and we got to go to. The I was going to say the only reason we thought it was good was because we got to go. I know. I think. I think going and being in the audience and watching it made it more fun and well, made it more obviously. interesting. So, so I feel like. Well, I'm just glad that we were at the taping where they bleeped out the. I know. <laughs> the um the whatever, speech the because speech. I heard what he said and I didn't realize that they bleeped it out until I yeah, got on Twitter and people yeah. were asking me yeah. and I was like what are you what's going on I know because I mean obviously it wasn't bleeped out for us yeah and so like I got online and everyone I was like scrolling through on my drive home guys don't be on your phone driving <laughs> but I will and as I was doing it I was like why is everybody talking about his like thing like did they not hear it? Like, so before we talk about our experience at the eviction, let's just do a little rundown of things that have happened um, in the house. So Tyler won HOH, which now after a week of seeing people talk about it, I think that it was an illegitimate win for him. And it kind of upsets me mm-hmm. because the video of him going around the circle and him dipping his feet below that thing and then bringing them back up. He didn't sit, but I feel like he wasn't on it anymore, Mm -hmm. you know, because it did go below that disc. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was fair that he got to keep his HOH and Haley should have been HOH and somebody 
from that other side should have gone home, which could have possibly been Casey, which mm. could have stopped her from winning HOH this week, sending Casey home. So it just makes Who did it. She nominate this week. I haven't even seen. She nominated Haley and Sam. So Tyler nominated Scotty and Haley for eviction, and Casey ended up winning the veto, which was the shovel with the emojis, and he had to balance. Yeah. Um, which I was. It was the first time that I actually kind of felt proud of her because it was the first thing she's won where. It was an actual competition that she was against people. Like, mm-hmm. it was head-to-head. And so I was like, this is... She's shown, she's shown herself to me that she actually can compete now. Even though, you know, a lot of people are out of the... What's wrong? I'm just making a face that you talking about, Casey. Sorry, continue. <laughs> she's shown that she can handle herself in, like, an intense competition. So it made me look at her in a little different light. Um, but she decided not to use the veto, which wasn't a surprise. And Haley and Scotty remained on the block. So then we got to watch them try to figure out who was going to go home. And things got a little weird because Haley and Brett got into this argument. And it wasn't even really an argument. It was just kind of like some passive aggressive situations where Haley like sprayed him with the water and he got mad. They didn't show that on television. No, they didn't. I don't think they did. And um, you guys were talking about it at the um, in the audience in the audience, and I hadn't seen that. Yeah, so they got into like a little thing, and Brett was like, uh, "Well, Scotty's starting to win my heart," basically saying that his Scotty was going to get his vote. And Angela and Casey were like defending Haley, like that was mean, bro. And it like kind of got to Brett, and Brett was like feeling like maybe he was getting pushed out of the alliance a little bit because uh-huh. they they seemed like they were against him. Uh-huh. Um, so he was trying to flip the vote to send Haley home and keep Scotty, uh-huh. which Tyler would have appreciated because he wanted Haley gone, even though he didn't tell anybody that. But then he talked to JC and JC was on board with it. And so we didn't know at the eviction what was really going to happen. Um, I knew. Because <laughs> I'm psychic. <laughs> okay. Psychic Zach. It's a future I can see. <laughs> That's so Zachary. That's like a daiquiri me. with a Q. <laughs> I wonder if anybody spelled Zachary with a Q. <laughs> Zachary. So then we saw JC catching Tyler and Angela oh, <laughs> when yeah. he was running in the room, when they were running. He and was like, uh, I heard her. I know. He was like, I heard her go from the bed to the couch. <laughs> he was like, how do you think I'm stupid? And it was so funny because I, I haven't really been watching the feeds a ton yeah. recently. And I was on my way home from work and I stopped to get something to eat. And while I was waiting for the food to pre- get prepared, mm-hmm. I turned the feeds on and that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. So it was it was actually something interesting to watch because yeah. he comes into the room and he. Our frequent guest, helicopter, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> so nice to have you again this week. Again. Enjoy him. Like last week. And the week before. Where do they be going every Sunday? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yes, it was it was it was funny be- to watch it because JC was relentless in pressing Tyler. And Tyler was lying to him like nothing's going on, nothing's going on. And it's just ridiculous because Tyler's such a bad liar. JC mm-hmm. knows something's going on. Yeah. It would be a lot easier for him to tell him that something's going on than just mm. to keep lying to him because it just makes him look even dumber. Yeah. Well, if JC knows, then why doesn't he just know and go away? Like, Tyler obviously doesn't Because want you Tyler's there. supposed to be his, like, number one. So yeah. if your number one's not telling you the truth and you know what the truth is, then you know something's wrong. So I think it's completely fine for JC to mm-hmm. keep pressing him because Tyler is a bad liar and I like to see him squirm. <laughs> I just don't know why they haven't, like, 
I don't know how they like haven't seen that Tyler isn't telling the truth. Like I just whatever. Continue. It's ridiculous. There, I don't. It's like I, hard for me to even talk about this because I just like don't care about any of them anymore. I agree. I I'm, but you know, I'm still interested because I'm very interested no, to I'm see ready how for them to start turning on each yes, other. I think I'm that's excited I'm for that, it. and I'm excited to see how the end game works yeah. and what who does what and how how things play yeah. out. Like that's interesting to me. So yeah, it's I just like, hard to talk about. Um, Haley getting voted out for me. Like, it's coming though. I don't think we're gonna. We have much to mm, hold on to at this point. You don't think it's gonna be Sam? We'll talk about it. Uh, um, also, speaking of Tyler being a bad liar, there was a moment when Haley was talking about him on the show too, which I was. This whole season, Haley in the DR has been a completely different person than Haley in, in the house, and it's one reason why I really wish we had live DRs so we could really know where their head is in each conversation they're having or each day, you know? Mm-hmm. So Haley basically said that Tyler lives in a bush and all he does is just beat around. It. He'll never look you straight in your face, tell you anything of content. He will just mumble his words so that they sound a little like like an idea or a thought, but nothing too concrete. It's so true because Tyler really does just say stuff to make somebody feel good so they'll go away. He doesn't say anything. So the fact that she sees that Makes me wonder if other people in the house see that. And I'm interested to see what things turn into after they turn on each other. Because I just don't know if I believe they're all going to want to take Tyler in the end, even though they have final twos with him. Because they know he's going to be impossible to beat, which he's not impossible to beat. But from the house's standpoint, I think they're going to think he's impossible to beat. There can be miracles. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, impossible. Things are happening every That's what I was trying to do. I was like, I was quiet because I was like, what song fits right there? Oh. I knew it was something with impossible. Impossible. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> impossible. 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 <laughs> That's so funny to me when they start harmonizing. I love that movie. Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> Remember when we saw Brandy at Pride? Yes. Uh, moment. It was. A for moment. many reasons. Oh, for many. <laughs> Sorry. What an interesting day. Okay. Um, so how do you feel at this point in the game? What does Tyler's game look like to you as a casual viewer? Uh, Tyler's game to me looks like mess. It gives me... It stresses me out. I don't know. I could not be Tyler. I can't... Well, one, I'm a really bad liar. No, that's a lie. I'm a really good liar. <laughs> See, I almost had you guys thinking I was a right, really bad liar. So I'm a really good liar. Um, I don't know. Like, he's just doing too much. He's doing too much. I don't know. Do you think it's sustainable? It has been for the past few, like, since season, or episode one. <laughs> since season five, it's been <laughs> Since episode one, it's been sustainable. He's still here. So, I mean... It's just, I I think that, what was it, Derek, yeah. when he broke it down and he was just like, why everybody still has like a chance, that's how I feel. I felt like he like summarized it really well. I was actually, actually going to say this exact thing. Like, I mean. Because I, I'm not a, a fan of Derek and I wasn't either. a fan of the, his game. And I do think he played a good game, but I just wasn't a fan of it. So when he came on stage, I wasn't excited to see him. Mm-hmm. But 
I was really impressed by his take on the game. And I thought that everything he said was so on point. And I cracked up that he didn't even include Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Um, I literally I whispered. I like leaned over to James and was like, and none for Sam. <laughs> 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 Which did you see on the recording that like one of the zoom outs or whatever yes. was me whispering to yes. you? <laughs> it was like at the very end, you like leaned over to me and I wondered if that's what it was. I was cracking up. <laughs> I was talking that entire time. <laughs> Me too. I felt a little bad because we were like whispering and we were like talking out loud and the people around us were quiet. So I was like, I hope nobody's annoyed, but at the same time, I didn't I, care. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, this crowd was horrible. It was quite annoying. If you were someone in the crowd and you're listening to this, you were bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were very much a casual and li- we were the only people that yelled for Haley. the for literal winning. we were literally well we'll talk about it we're gonna talk about everything like at once so let's i'm just gonna get through guys i'd be skipping because i don't want to talk about level six anymore <laughs> i'm so over talking about level six i have a disappointment you. i want to talk about something happy so jc wants tyler and jc wants tyler to target angela and casey and he's brought it up to him multiple times and he keeps saying JC, you need to stop bringing this up to me before I end up targeting you. Now, he doesn't say that to him, but mm-hmm. in his DRs, he says that. So it's interesting to watch, and I'm interested to see if JC's going to notice that Tyler's not going to target them because he's, like, adamant about it. And that's one reason why I wanted Brett to win HOH this mm-hmm. week, which didn't happen. But um, anyways, I think JC's game is is in danger if they don't win HOH next week, either him or Brett or Sam. Um, because they're coming after him. The double eviction, he might be out the door, yeah. which we'll talk about double eviction in a minute. We're going to talk a lot about other stuff in the yeah. future. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> Talking will happen. Okay, so then we get to the eviction. But we'll talk about it. Shut later. up. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about it now? We sure can. Okay. (laughs) So at the eviction, Scotty and Haley are on the block, and they both give their speeches. Scotty's speech was something else. (laughs) It was a moment. It was a moment, and I didn't see it coming. When he hopped up on the back of that couch, I thought he was just about to start talking to people, Mm -hmm. which he did. But I didn't expect him to be as shady (laughs) as he (laughs) was. Which one does? I didn't expect him to really come at people the way he did. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? I lit- like, I legitimately gasped. Uh, secondly, I think you guys all know the right move and the smart move, and I hope that you make it. If you don't, then you can suck it. Except for Tyler, because he's already getting a steady diet of that. And then Haley's speech was, like, really cute. And I thought that, I thought that it was going to be hard for her to to follow him Mm -hmm. but i thought that it added like this weird funny energy to a very awkward situation and it was definitely awkward in the crowd poor julie didn't know what he said she like didn't even know what he said julie didn't even hear it like even after he came out of the house and they and she interviewed him she had no idea what he said in the interview until afterwards like talking to like the crowd like what did he say like what did i miss right she's like like, was it dirty i think it was dirty but i don't know It was it was it was weird because whenever you watch the episode back, it mm-hmm. seemed like she because she was like, well, that was an interesting speech. Yeah. Like she heard what he said, mm-hmm. but she did. Guys, if y'all could see her note cards, it looked like 
<laughs> her note cards look like a kid had scribbled on it. I was like, what the fuck is she reading? It literally looked like a big wave of lines. Just like, what is that? What is she reading, girl? That's why she. That's why she's been stuttering like five times every episode. <laughs> she can't she read her notes. Like, what did I write there? Like a kid, like Zach just, noticed it, and he was like. Look at her card. It looked like the scribbles. And so the whole time she'd be up there talking and I would crack up and because she would turn it over and I would see it a little bit and I'd start it laughing. And then I would tell Zach, I'm like, it really does. <laughs> it was like some scribbles on her paper. It was like, hilarious. Watercolors and shit. Julie be reading watercolors. <laughs> <laughs> so Scotty's speech ended up getting him in a lot of hot water, which was unexpected from my point of view, um, Vegas on Twitter, which we talk about every week, mm-hmm. um, said that CBS was not happy with it because they had to bleep it out. And apparently in some markets, it didn't get bleeped all the way. So they said that the next day, Vegas said that the producers pulled all the house guests together and gave them the rules of what could happen on a live show. And that if anything crazy happens, that they'll start deducting money from the money they get paid. And like gave them another warning and it was just weird to me because I didn't think Scotty's speech was bad, like television bad. Like you literally just had Sam on the screen telling JC that she was gonna. She what did she say? You little son of a bitch! <laughs> she said it so strong. Right, you, you little, little son, son of a bitch! calling JC a little bitch on the episode for fun. You know what I mean? So saying dicking around and Hilton head, those don't alarm me as like really head is a location. Right. And dicking around is a, what is it? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I was going to say figure of speech or what is it? Figure of speech. Is that the correct? I don't know what it is, but it's a saying. Yeah. And I understand that it's not, it's part of the body. So get used to anatomy, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But like saying, why don't you jump down, you little bitch? Like it's worse. Yeah, I think it's worse. But they also said that CBS will probably never bring Scotty back for anything else. And that he's basically going to be blackballed from the big the Big Brother experience. And I was like, that is a little much for something that was actually very entertaining. You know, like, that's what you want. And you bleeped it out. Like, that's the whole point of a delay. So you can bleep things out. So I just didn't understand. Well, unfortunately, they can't take him away because he's already been there for the entire summer. So right. whether you want to or not, Scotty will always be a part of the Big Brother experience. Absolutely. But, and also, Scotty just stands for everything that we hated about the season of CBS, of you guys letting other things slide while the other things. So if anything, Scotty's more a part of this Big Brother experience to me than, like, these other house guests. He's someone that I'm going to remember versus, like, I'm not going to remember... I was going to say, I'm not going to remember JC, but I will always remember JC. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm not going to remember Tyler and Angela or any of those people unless they, like, win. I mean, I'll, like, remind them. I remember them as, like, oh, I hate them. But, like, yeah. I'm not going to, like, remember things about them. But I always remember Scotty and his Hilton Head <laughs> speech. I will, too, because I was honestly shook. I was I could not I mean, believe he said that. We all kind of gasped in the crowd. The whole like, audience we all kind of like, like oh. And, like... I was trying not to laugh because at that point they were like, okay, guys, like you can't make any noise or anything like that because, you know, Julie's talking to the house, all this stuff. So, like, I was trying to keep it in, but you guys know me. I laugh loud. Like, I really wanted to start laughing. 
It was funny. It was hilarious. I enjoy it. So that sucks that like CBS is holding that against him. Especially him. with JC and all of the things JC has done this season, and he's still in the game and he's still in the house. Crazy. It's ridiculous that Scotty giving that speech is a problem, and that they would will be willing to cut ties with him over that. And JC is in here getting beautiful edits and hilarious moments. Turtle, turtle, like what are you doing? Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> And I said I wasn't gonna laugh at JC anymore, but that, that was, was a funny ass moment. <laughs> like turd toll. <laughs> so in the end, Scotty was evicted for the second time with a unanimous vote, being the only person to be voted out unanimously. Okay, so <laughs> at the end of the episode, they had a HOH competition where they had to navigate a ball down a ramp by moving the ramp, like the thing back and forth and getting it in the hole. And in the end, Casey and Brett were neck and neck and he lost literally by like a second yep. i didn't realize it because in the audience they didn't show us the whole thing um just they like sh- on they you saw brett yeah. winning well it was like they were kind of on opposites they were and but- i think my eye was over on brett's side and i wasn't like seeing casey so i saw brett running and then i saw that casey had hit the thing first oh really i didn't see brett running at all until i watched the episode tonight because even watching the episode back from from Thursday, mm-hmm. I didn't see him at all on the end because it like was well, close of like, Casey. He was he was like all the way on the end. Yeah. So like unless you were like looking at the direction, which I feel like it was easier to watch Casey because wasn't Haley like right beside Casey? Yeah. So it was easy for your focus to be on there. But I like saw him like in the corner of my eye running, and I was like, ooh, yeah. Because I was like really Brett literally almost won Casey. if if Casey would have stuttered at all he would have mm-hmm. won which i wanted brett to win because brett is willing to take a shot at angela and casey at this point mm-hmm. and he doesn't like sam so it gives Haley a little more life in the game and i don't necessarily want her to be gone yet mm-hmm. um so yeah i didn't want casey to win so i was a little pissed that she won but it was also another competition for her to go on her resume and it was a competitive competition Mm-hmm. on live tv so that's a lot of stress so i i'm starting to give her a little bit more credit and she's starting to build her resume and tyler needs to watch his back because she's coming for him takes resume puts it in shredder so <laughs> do not care i don't care for her at all as a person but in the game i kind of want her to win if somebody from level six has to win you don't agree no, I don't want Casey to win. I would rather Tyler win than Casey. I just really? don't like Casey. Interesting. What and what? Like, talk about it. I just Casey just bores me. Like, she hasn't done anything. Okay, now you're playing your game. Awesome, great, cool. I'd high five you if you were in front of me. <laughs> like, that's great. But like, I just I don't want her to win. I don't know. She just like. I just don't like Tyler, and I want to see him lose. Like at this point, it's anybody but Tyler, but also not Angela, and also not Brett well, anymore. Not anyone. Why not Brett? Because I don't like Brett. Brett is a bitch. He is a little bitch. He is a bitch, and I'm tired of him. I just, like, don't want Casey to win. I'm just, like, really not happy with anyone who could win besides Haley. I would take Sam. I would take Sam, too, because it would be hilarious to see her win, and Tyler should have let her go home. (laughs) I would... Week one. I would actually die to see Sam's reaction of her winning. (laughs) Her crazy ass would be, like, crying. It would be amazing. How much welding tools she could get with that money? <laughs> she, she could buy some more trailers. She could have a triple wide trailer That's to rude. be in front of. She lives in a in a trailer in front of her mom's house, so it's not rude. If it was at a trailer park, it might be rude. But 
It's her own little trailer, so she can have a crafting trailer. She can have a trailer to sleep in. She can have a welding trailer. She can be having her own little trailer compound. Trailer land. <laughs> it's like Disneyland. Because she but... even calls it the sugar shack. She can have the sugar shack, the welding shack, and the craft shack. I don't think that's rude. Is that rude? Mm-hmm. The shady shack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Casey she can buy herself a house. She could buy herself a house. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna but I just feel like she would probably. I feel like she wouldn't want to be. She would probably feel like she doesn't want her life to change. She's gonna keep things just like they are. She don't want her life to change. I, I enjoy my life outside <laughs> of the Big Brother house. Welding. Welding. <laughs> Going to so Casey won HOH and then they had Making the HOH. <laughs> <laughs> My mama. <laughs> NASCAR. Bye, Zachary. Where's my moonshine? Stop. Where's I can't... the beer? <laughs> this is Sam. I'm gonna. So. <laughs> Can't wait to go back to my neighborhood bar where they watch me on television. They did. So Casey won HOH and she had a HOH reveal moment that was kind of sweet. And it was the first time this season that I've actually felt emotion from from Casey that didn't feel like it was for a reason. It didn't feel like she was trying to be emotional for a vote or to make someone like her. I get so emotional, baby. Casey. <laughs> but it was in the in the in the letter her her boyfriend her brother <laughs> surprise she's straight <laughs> that's the real twist <laughs> her brother asked her to be his groomsman like his best man like well he was like best man sis no I don't know. She was like, thanks for being the best brother slash sister slash whatever you are or something like that. He said whatever you are? Not, necessar- not necessarily whatever you are, but something. He, she said something weird like... The honor and be my best brother. I mean, best man, woman, thingamajig, <laughs> whatchamacallit. Something not politically correct. It was not, but it was just like... But she cried about thing. it. Yeah, but she, she cried. Happy. Yeah, she was happy and, and it was a sweet moment and... Mm. I appreciated that. That was the first. Did she first say yes time. or no? She said yes. <laughs> Funny, she was like, "I'm good. I ain't going to your wedding. I'm busy that weekend. <laughs> I'm using my big brother money, going on a lesbian cruise. <laughs> Not a lesbian cruise. Isn't that a thing? Like gay cruises? I have no idea. I feel like that's is a it? thing. Um, but anyways, like really popular in the community. Is it? I don't know. I feel like I someone on my Instagram just went on a gay cruise, and I was like. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> like, when I think of a cruise, I think of, or any type of vacation, I think of relaxing. I feel like being around a bunch of gays would just, like, give me anxiety. <laughs> but I feel like you would have anxiety in mm-hmm. general anyway. No, yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's like going to WeHo. I hate it. It's the worst. But I'm going to go and try to find JC after he loses Big Brother. <laughs> I'm down too. I'm just ready to elbow him in his head. But... Um, so tonight's episode really was heavy on trying to make Casey and Angela likable to the public. Like, it was very heavy on cute little moments or sweet moments to build an emotional connection to them. 
And it was so obvious. And this season has gotten to a point where it's so boring that there's nothing else going on. That they were making up segments about like Angela smelling things. And I was like, why, why are we listening to Angela talk about the things that she could smell? She was in the DR was like, yep, Casey's making some garlic right now with some olive oil and probably some vegetables. Like it was just like, this is the dumbest thing I've seen. Oh, big brother. <laughs> It smells some bullshit coming from Angela. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They had the HOH moment with Casey. And then they had a moment where Angela was talking about how she was a gymnast and how she had, there were, there was abuse, like mental abuse from the coaches and how her family was like torn apart because of her gymnast career, because she was like a level 10 gymnast and, it just made her really sad. And I didn't feel any type of way about it. Like, it's just, that comes with the territory. And I know being a kid, it, it changes things because you kind of dedicate all your time to it. But if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. I feel like you're not Tanya Harding. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like a bunch of like, oh, uh, I don't even know. I, I feel bad because I don't want to downplay anybody's emotional baggage. I don't want to downplay how somebody feels about things that happen in their life. But... But at the same time, it's it's kind of hard to listen to somebody cry in a, about a situation where they were so privileged to be able to even do what they did and to have family that's supporting them and, and taking them and being able to move to another place so they can train. And is expensive. it's expensive and it's intense. It, a lot comes with it. So for your family to be able to support that and everything be good other than like emotionally i felt like <laughs> which may which some maybe, people may say that may be the most important you're part. right but at so, the same time if you have so, the means but your parents have money so it's okay that like you are emotionally abused. messed up no that's not what i'm saying and people were saying that on twitter it's like money doesn't buy happiness which is obvious but Money does give you the option to have a therapist. It mm-hmm. gives you the option to go on vacation. It gives you the option to do a no lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you the option to take care of yourself mentally more so than somebody who doesn't have the means to do that, you know? Truth. So it's it's like just me. hard. <laughs> like me. It's just hard to to watch it when I know that there are people who have gone through a, like really traumatic things and not to downplay her situations. I never want to feel like I'm making somebody feel like what they've gone through is anything less than someone else's. Mm -hmm. But coming from Angela, who the topic of her being privileged has been a running thing this whole season, it just felt more like they're trying to get sympathy for her. This conversation happened like August 14th. It's been a long, almost a month since this happened. So they were just holding on to this. So now that now that was August 14th, because I went, no, I went back and looked at the feeds to Uh see when it was. And um, the conversation happened in the middle of August, and it's almost the middle of September. So they held on to this footage till now to build emotional wealth for her in the season, which just feels a little strange. Yeah. But yeah. I want to do. <laughs> Not last month. But also nothing else is really happening, so I understand. So Casey nominates Haley and Sam for eviction, and <laughs> Haley knew it was coming, but Sam was just... <laughs> She basically was saying that uh, that she's gonna. She started crying, and she was like, "Every time I try in this house, it just gets turned against me, and I just can't win." (laughs) And like, I just like, 
I'm just loyal and everyone's now, lying to me. Am I like half right? You're kind of right. Now, what's the other side of Sam? I'm going to make a kite. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's the other side of Sam when she feels wronged in the DR? She gets a little aggressive. <laughs> she going to stomp a mud hole in that bitch's <laughs> Did she say that? <laughs> she didn't say that, but it was similar. Like oh, she's it was coming after. Her case, yeah, you know? she was just like, "I will tear every door off its hinges on my way out of this mother, and I will absolutely rip these bitches to shreds. I mean, lose my mind. Then I swear on everything that's holy, they will regret." It. Yeah, I like angry Sam. <laughs> me too. <laughs> she gives me ideas. Oh my gosh. Also this week, they announced that have-nots are finally over, which I hope they never come back because I hate have-nots. And apparently they got like videos from home or something today, but I don't know. I just saw somebody talking about it, but they had the feeds blacked out, so it will probably be something for next week, mm. um, which was interesting. Um, for a few spoilers, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Casey won the veto this week. Wow. It was saw it coming. <laughs> I honestly didn't see it coming. She's going to win every fucking competition, even the one she can't play until the end of the game. <laughs> Next week, she's going to be HOH again. They're going to be like, how? And she's going to be like, don't ask questions this week. Well, season, she actually she might. Because if she doesn't, well, she can't play in the double eviction exactly. HOH. So, so she's, she's going to be able to play in the next one for the whole week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so she could very well be HOH again. Um, the devil is real. <laughs> But the veto this week was BB Comics, which I'm excited to see what each person was. And they usually release the pictures and show you all of the comic. No comment. They usually show you all of the comics. (laughs) You always coming around here sipping and slurping. But yeah, they didn't. I haven't seen anything. Zachary. What a snack. <laughs> Special K. I actually love Special K. Do you want to fight? So good. I can't stand you. This is my ASMR video. <laughs> I feel like we should have a second. We should. We should have a, a big brother A. Segment every episode where it's for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just need it like a handful. Okay, I'm I'm dying after this. Talk, nobody can hear me. It's fine. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> talk. Nope. Everyone, listen to Zach eat special K. It's the new segment on Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. I just like need it like one handful. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just need like a handful of cereal. <laughs> During a podcast recording, you know, it happens to everyone. Do you want me to die of starvation? Yeah, that'd be okay. That would be an interesting response on the, <laughs> the podcast. Who would finish the last two episodes, though? <laughs> you need me. Yeah, I kind of need you, but I'm sure I could call like Grandpa Lou or somebody. And I just got off the phone with him. He's not interested. <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> Anyways. Which Caitlin is hanging out in LA. She's been at the Grove, and um, I've been following her. She's actually seemed to be at the Grove the past two days. I'm like, Caitlin, really? there's more to LA <laughs> than the Grove. But yeah, it like makes me want to go to the Grove and find her. Continue. 
Don't tell me to continue. I'm just playing. So the double eviction is coming up on Thursday. Should be interesting. Haley will probably be going home. So she will be the first person out in the double. Please let Sam do something stupid this week to be going home. That would be great, but I doubt it. But anyway, I'm interested to know what you think is going to happen in the double eviction. Well, if Haley goes home, then I'm guessing that either Tyler or Angela will win and will put up JC and Sam and then Sam will go home. You think? I think JC would go home over Sam. Not if they have everyone together. True. If Tyler... If Tyler Angela won, put up JC and... Tyler wouldn't put up JC, I don't think. Well, that's what he put up. You're right. He, he's not going to put up JC. He's not going to. He up also Angela. said he that have to put up Sam or Brett. Yeah, they said this week that well, JC was saying to talk to him about putting up Brett, so it could happen, but I don't think it would. I think you're right. I think it would be Sam and JC, but I think JC would go home because I think they're afraid of him. They would be stupid to have JC in the house. After they would being be on the block. Yeah, they. I, this would be the best. But I don't know. For I don't know how Sam's gonna act after being on the block twice. I don't know. But because JC on the block that. is gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. He's going to be nuts, and I hope he doesn't go in the double because I want to see the whole week of JC on the block. Mm-hmm. But it would be smart for them to get JC out quick. So he doesn't have any time to pop off or to. to like, I want him to pop off. Though. I want him to pop off. Too. Also, I want him to like go into beast mode and like win competitions. That would and be stay and then take them out. Like, that would be amazing. Even though I don't want his like, ass to win. Like jumping up on that thing and spinning around really fast. <laughs> his feet flying. I don't know everywhere. why. I just had like a. Oh my god, this is horrible. I just had like a vision of like cousin Skeeter like being like thrown out a window. Like remember, like did that happen in like an episode? Yeah. I feel like they, cousin like, Skeeter got like thrown around. Just when they would take those bodies in general and just it's toss like, them somewhere, they, their arms be flailing. That's what I imagine JC doing a competition. Like if he's on the block, he's that would be, like, be amazing. Just, like a fucking puppet running around. But what if JC wins HOH? He's he's gonna put up Casey and Angela, mm-hmm. and or if Brett wins HOH, I think would be the most interesting scenario out of all of these because i think he might actually try to get somebody in level six out because the end game is so soon i think he would take the shot i really do all i want to do is also on tonight's episode half of the episode was dedicated to victor and nicole getting engaged and it was sweet to watch even though victor looks very interesting with all of his hair chopped off and shaved off chopped and screwed but it was very sweet even though people were were cracking me up this week being like it's a little weird for nicole to go back to the house after she was having sex with people and like (laughs) <laughs> giving hand jobs to other guys and now she's back with her fiance it's a little strange you know what true love wins guys sometimes <laughs> you just gotta give the wrong guy a hand job until you like what is it kiss toads give hand jobs until you find your prince or something like that I guess <laughs> but she ain't pregnant that's very true oh, well <laughs> I was cracking up because because the other engagements that have happened at the Big Brother house were in the backyard and it was decorated so beautifully and it was such a an, a little event. But this one was like, hey girl, we in the living room. Let me get down and get engaged with you. Did he pull it out of the ottoman? <laughs> like, did he hide the ring in the ottoman? Hiding go ring. Hiding go ring. <laughs> They should have made it a competition for her that, to find the ring. That, that would have been, been so fun. fun. She would have been tearing that house she up. She sure would have. Sam would have been mad. At <laughs> she ain't even playing the game. 
But then they had a little party in the kitchen. It was like, y'all went from the living room to the kitchen. It was just funny to me. Were the house guests there? Like They, they were afterwards. Like, they did the engagement. And then Derek and Josh from last season and Paul and... Um, BB Paul was back. Shut up. And Danielle... Paul um, Danielle Donato and Brittany, they all were there to celebrate, which Danny and um, Brittany were kind of weird because they don't really have any connection to Victor or Nicole. Why would, yeah, I was going to say, why was Brittany there? Yeah, it was very random, but, but I, I was actually happier to I, see both of them than anybody else. Brittany is like my big brother role model. Yeah, she's than the Dayvon. best. Although I don't want to be like Davon because she gets voted out every year <laughs> at like the beginning and like Brittany actually like kind of makes it. But I love Brittany. I love Brittany too. Um, She's so sarcastic. But then they had, a, and I was really happy to see Josh too. I kind of forgot how much I loved him in his DR. So I was like, oh, I love Josh. Josh. From last season, the yes, I love him. He's so fun. He just makes me feel good. Did he have anything to do with Nicole? Nope. <laughs> Why did they bring him back? I don't know. Was it's very random. Maybe he was, and pans and him, him and JC did that. And we're laughing. I was just like, oh gosh. Okay, so we can talk about going to Big Brother now. Yay, we went to Big Brother. We went to Big Brother. You guys missed it. Because <laughs> we were really quiet about it. We, we didn't talk about chill. it at all. We were so chill. <laughs> Very calm. We went to Big Brother. We did, and I had so much fun. It was a night. It was. It was a moment. It's something that I will never forget. Really? <clears throat> 100%. What were your thoughts? Um, well, first I was pissed because I pull into CBS and as soon as I get there and check in, the man's like, please park on level six. And I was like, mm, excuse me? Can I park on level five, please? Like, how are you going to make me? Not level five, level five. How are you going to make me park on level six? It was so rude. He said the same thing to me. I was on the phone with you and I was like, I feel so disrespected right, right? now. I was like, we would have to park on level six. Right. It's all a conspiracy. Um, but it was cool. We parked. You gave me a Donna Summer vinyl. I was really <laughs> excited about that. And then we... If you've never been, you go, you, you sign in, and then you go sit in the waiting area until they're ready to take you over for the taping. Yeah. Um, and then once you go to the taping, you walk through the CBS lot, and you see all these little houses that look like real-life houses. Mm-hmm. Um and how did you feel like walking up to the to the house and seeing when I told you like this is the backyard and was it it's really ugly from the outside guys like, yeah I mean it's just like a wall yeah it's literally a but it was like cool because you see like um props and stuff from like HOH competitions and stuff on like the outside so like that was kind of neat yeah there was like a stuff. there was something that said Rockstar on it I don't mm. know what I don't know what comp that was from but I feel like it was from the Battle Bat oh maybe that's what I thought it was from yeah 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 um because <clears throat> it had like the whole like circus kind of like theme to it or whatever oh it you're right like, yeah but um yeah I know it was like really cool walking up to it and then just like walking through the doors and being in the studio was just like a moment for me like one on television it looks so much bigger it's literally like four rows I mean I think he said there were like 80 of us usually yeah. there's only like 70 yeah I always thought it was like I don't know. For you asked me, it was like, is it going to be like 200 people? And I was like, no. I always <laughs> and thought you even thought like, more. You, you might have said two to 300 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I always thought it was like the people on the floor and then there were like rows behind that, like up, like, like it had like risers and like whatever they're called. Yeah. In the back. 
But no, it's just like four rows of seats on the ground. It's a very so, small group. It is very small. And the group that we were with were just horrible. But let me go back to like the happy stuff. So yeah, just like walking in, it was like really cool. I mean, we were like on the second row. Or third row. It was like the se- it was like second and a half. It was weird because that first row only yeah. had like half of a half a row of seats. Mm-hmm. Which I was upset that we because we were almost in like the very, very front. And I was like mad when we didn't get it. But then I was more happy like watching the episode back that because the back of our heads are on the entire episode. <laughs> right. Every time they show a shot of like the crowd, it's like the back of our heads. And right. then there's even like one moment where you see me whispering to James. Because <laughs> I was talking the entire time and I did not feel bad at all because that entire crowd was Tyler supporters. Everybody. They had a moment where the guy who hosts it, he was like, okay, we want to know who everybody thinks is going to win. And so he's like, who thinks who do you think? Um, who thinks Brett's going to win? There was a couple people who clapped. And then he was like, who thinks Angela's going to win? And I think it was one dude. One man. And he was like, why do you think Angela's going to win? He was like, she's hot. <laughs> and we were like, Ugh, And it was an gross. old, creepy, like, It was very man. strange. It was very strange. And then they were like, who thinks Casey's going to win? And she had a pretty decent amount of hands. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, who thinks Tyler's going to win? And it was literally everybody. Like, the whole place was clapping. And we were sitting there like, that gift when she's like, I ain't clapping. <laughs> I my hands like didn't move. Me either. I was I like, just I am there. not. I looked around and then this. I was like, oh wait, this is too low with tonight. Yes. Um, and then they were like, who thinks Haley's gonna win? And it was literally me and you. Right. <laughs> we were just like, woo! It was no. real awkward. <laughs> and then, but you know, after hey, uh, after Julie said that she wants Haley to win, it made me feel a little validated. Yeah. Like, yes, we have taste. Yeah. Um, which we already knew. We've been new. Um. And I don't think Sam had one person too, or like mm-hmm. a couple of people as well. Um, but yeah, the crowd was really dull. They, the guy who was hosting, would come and ask questions about strategy and and what's going on in the house during the commercial breaks and before uh, the taping started. And nobody in the crowd really knew what they were talking about. Even the guy on stage did not know what he was talking about. He really didn't, which really upset me because he like said multiple things. I can't remember off the top of my head what he said. But, like, literally, I remember, like, I mean, I spent the majority of my time in that audience leaned over whispering to James, like, shit, the entire time. Because I was like, James, does he even watch this show? Like, I I mean, even as, like, a cash, like, I mean, I was like, what is he talking about? You work on Big Brother. Yeah. You're there like every single week. Yeah. Like it, you're probably there every day. Like you should know more than anyone what's going on in the game. And he like really didn't seem to know what he was talking about. And it just made me feel awkward because I was just like, I wanted to be like, you're wrong, sir. <laughs> but then we kept well, you kept trying to talk. I wasn't trying to talk. And he like would not talk to us. And then when he finally did, he didn't even know what you were talking about. I know. Like and it was I was so trying irritating. I was trying to explain that Bailey's relationship with them and how she is probably not feeling as good about Casey and Angela. And he acted like she would absolutely vote for them. And he acted like he didn't know what I was talking about, why she would feel the way that I was saying that she would probably feel. And then I said some other things and they, there was like no response to it. And I was like, do I, what is this? But you know, what got a response that old creepy man being like, Angela's hot. Right. I, it makes me so irritated. It's it was. Like, hey, people. It was just like a very irritating 
audience and then like hearing people and like I mean they were probably annoyed with us talking but I was more annoyed with them talking during the episode (laughs) (laughs) because what they were saying just wasn't like I don't know and then he pulled up a little eight-year-old girl and he's like who are you rooting for and she's like Tyler and I just wanted to be like you have bad parents (laughs) someone find this girl new parents She's going to grow up to be and like I, Angela. I felt bad. Like, I didn't care about Scotty's speech, especially that it wasn't censored because of being in the audience. We heard it. But I felt bad when the little girl was there and I realized that she heard it too. And people were asking questions about it. And the, there was a man in the audience who got up and told the audience what uh, Scotty had said because some people didn't understand what he said. And the little girl was there the whole time and I felt bad. I was like, this is a little I uncomfortable. She's going to hear it at some point anyway, so you might as well hear it watching Big Brother. Also, it's an adult TV show. Don't bring your no. kid. Yeah. It's it, a family show. It is It's not. a primetime show on CBS. Exactly, but it's still focused more towards adults than it is children. You're putting yourself up to, like, put your child in real-life situations. You no, can't edit everything. And I'm I sorry, agree, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm all about around, the children. Hearing dicking around in Hilton Head, she doesn't understand what Hilton Head is. Probably Just be like not. it's a place in South Carolina and chill. But like, us talking it. about in the audience, it, it was like drilled in a little bit more than well, it was. she got a t-shirt. She was excited <laughs> about her t-shirt. She wasn't paying attention. I don't care. If I have a child, they're going to know everything by the time they're like Well, five. don't bring them around me because I will talk bad. Because I just can't. I am a very pro-child and very pro what you feed somebody is what grows into their life. And I like children to be Same. sheltered in that I sense. Will my, no, because I was sheltered. And what Not did that I do? sheltered. Like, sheltered. I wowed it out because I was so sheltered that like the moment that I had a taste of freedom, I like fucked up my first semester of college. And then I had to be like, okay, Zach, like remember why you went to college. You right. Know? But I had like that moment of like freedom where like I wasn't being like held back and I was able to like finally like be myself and I was myself so much that it was like really fucking me up. So I was like, be yourself, but what is it like the Tyra Banks where it's like yeah, in yourself, place, but, but keep, keep it, it together, keep it together. <laughs> um, I so was sheltered too. If like the kid, I'm gonna let that kid live its life. Like I, my mom would not let me watch R-rated movies. She was very serious about the content that I was taking in, and I really believe in it because. I've seen people around me be like let their kids watch whatever they want to watch from their kids, and when they grow up, a lot of that stuff sticks with them. Like they my around my huh? Is that they thought around? Not even that, but just like my little cousin used to always watch Howard Stern, which is the worst. Yeah. So it's like, why would you even watch Howard? Stern? I know, but just please remember that I have taste, and so like even though I'm gonna open my child to like pretty much everything, it's gonna be like tasteful stuff, curated, cute things. Like, they be like Beyonce, and like <laughs> like my when I have a kid, their picture book is gonna be Selfie by Kim Kardashian. No, so that my child, it's like literally a I selfie, see like it. sitting the on titties my are right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, that's my kid's. I'd like I'm preparing to have a child. Yeah. Um, so that way when my kid hits, you know, like five, six, seven, he or she will have like a professional Instagram and will make money off Bye. of that. Bye. No. You gotta think ahead. A business <laughs> a child is a business move. In my we're opinion. We're not doing this. I, we're gonna have some parenting classes. <laughs> not I that I'm a parent or anything. Correct. I never wanna like impose on somebody's parenting behaviors, but I just believe yeah. in children. I believe that they well, should be they should be li- they should live innocent lives like i pr- i want to protect the, the innocent the yes i want to protect the innocence wild. of children let them lead the way <laughs> i believe the children are future teach them well let them lead the way yes show them all the beauty 
possessed the sun. I decided long ago <laughs> never to walk in anyone's <laughs> shadow. <laughs> well, so my favorite part of the night, of course, was when, not when Scotty got evicted because I was sad, but Scotty got evicted and he ran out of the house. And I don't even know how this happened, guys. Like when I tweeted this, and I was like, his bandana just fell in my hands. Like, I don't think you guys understand. Like, I was more, ups- like, I was more into, like, looking inside of the house to Me see too. the guests, like, jumping up and down. And so, like, I was, like, looking. And then I just, like, look at Scotty because he's, like, right in front of me at this point. And I just see this orange thing coming at me. And I literally <laughs> just, like, hold out my hands like someone's giving me food or something. <laughs> and this bandana just falls in my hand. And I'm like... Oh my god! I just caught Scotty's bandana, <laughs> and, and then, I, James I wasn't didn't paying attention. Re- James didn't even realize, and I like tapped him. I was like, I, I and I freaked out. I was like, Oh my gosh, you have to give it to me. <laughs> and I, I was like, Scotty. No. He was like, No. And I was like, You bitch. Because but I then I was like, like, it was like Scotty passing the torch to me, guys. We talked about, we joked about me doing next season, passing the torch of like, you going yeah, into the house and getting yeah. evicted two times. <laughs> If that's what it takes. (laughs) At least he got to come back in the house a second time. True. Um, And I'll say dicking around in him head too the next time. I'll be like, Scotty gave me his bandana. But I literally wasn't paying attention. And I remembered because I I don't know if you saw me, but I literally was flicking off JC. And I was like, like I was. Did you really? I legitimately did. Oh. Because. (laughs) I didn't notice. I was so shook at that moment because so much was going on. There was was so much. Julie, the lights. Scotty coming out and then like the house guests jumping up and down. It was just like I didn't know where to look and then the next thing I know I have this orange thing in my it hand was and a I'm lot. like oh my god. Because afterwards I was like why did I not see that and I didn't I didn't even see what Scotty did between the door and getting to Julie. Like the hug and stuff I didn't even see that because I literally was flicking off JC the whole time. As soon as that door opened and I saw JC jumping up and down I immediately saw red and I was just like oh I cannot stand you. You don't even deserve to be in the house you little raggedy. But then before I knew it, Scotty was on stage with Julie, and I was like, I completely miss all that because I saw JC and everything went out the window. I don't know if he saw me or not. But I'm then sure whenever he did. <laughs> but then when I saw you had the bandana, I was like, oh my gosh, how did I even miss this? And then he sat down and they had the interview. Um, but I was excited, but I was really like, Zach, I want the bandana. So, I'm a Scotty Stan. I love him. He's I've like the only person I love. Wearing the bandana on my um tote bag for the past week. Have you? But, Did you feel the, the energy? Mm-hmm. But I promised James that I would cut it in half. Oh, you're serious about it? So I'm gonna cut it in half what right now. What does it now. say right here? Oh. Con. <laughs> I don't know. Zach, this is the sweetest thing you've so, ever done for me. Are you gonna cut it diagonally or are you gonna cut it straight down this? No, diagonally, so it's still kind of like a, a bandana. bandana. Good idea. Look but at you with I the just good idea. Don't know. <gasps> I thought that was my beer, but it was the microphone. <laughs> we don't need no more beer on the bed. I know. I just wash my feet. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm gonna attempt to cut this. If I fuck this up, oops. <laughs> Thanks, so. It was fun to like have it for a day. Are we good? We good? This is sad. Stop! Are you trying to hear the scissors? 
<laughs> I'm cutting this. You off, better man. cut. You're doing a really good job. Oh, you you like you're working at a fabric store. You should go work at Joanne's. <laughs> Bitch, I watch Project Runway too. <laughs> <laughs> should we do a podcast for that? We should. Hold on, oh, let's get a little. Oh. <laughs> You get the fuck up, side. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> thanks, yeah, you get thanks, King it. Scotty. Yeah, we appreciate you, and even though you got evicted, you're still a beast out here in these streets. And I'm carrying the part with you on my tote bag every day, not because of you, just because it's something from the Big Brother house that I feel like will give me good luck King, for next season. King Scotty forever in these streets. Did you really just tie that around your neck? I did. I put the bandana around my neck. That's cute. Thank you. You should wear that every day. I should. I might just wear it tomorrow. Keep that energy flying. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. But then I was really excited that they want that Julie wanted to take a picture with the audience because she doesn't always do that. I don't think because she does it sometimes, but I don't think so. But I <laughs> she, she, she does, does it sometimes, but I don't think so. She does it sometimes, but I don't think she what does it all truth? the time. Um, so I was excited, and so we basically got a picture with Julie, and I was I was very happy about that because I am so mad because you sent me the picture with everyone blacked out and just the two of us, <laughs> and then I put that up on my Instagram thinking that was the only one, and then on your Instagram. <laughs> You put it with like everyone in there, and I wish I would have done that. Not with everyone blacked out, but I'd already been getting likes, so I was not and about you to did. delete it. And I was like, dang, he put that one up. Maybe I should have put that one up too. But then I was like, no. But she posted it on her social media, so I thought I she might see, see the full picture. I didn't see it until you sent it with everyone blacked out. And I was Hilarious. Like, oh, I'm like gonna jump because the gun nobody knows who so. what we. Well, he, they know what you look like if they saw your Twitter. But I don't think I've ever posted a picture of myself mm-hmm. on that on that. But actually, I did because when OTT was over. I, when I met up with Neely and them, we had pictures mm-hmm. together. So people had people saw me like on her in, like on her uh, Snapchat, but mm-hmm. I just it's not a place where I do personal stuff usually. Just like things going on in life, I'll tweet about, but not like real stuff because I don't want people. To, if I ever do get on Big Brother, I don't really want people to associate know, me with I that need again. To go into hiding. I know. Be like oh, that's that kid from. Girl. <laughs> but no, I don't think it'll be a, a big problem. brother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I was happy that we got that picture because this might be Julie's last season, you know. Oh, with yeah, all with of this stuff going, going on, on with her husband, Are I was like, about that? I think so. Just because tomorrow, I think he's officially stepping down from CBS. Bye. Like absolutely, bye. You need to go. Bye, bye. pumpkin. Bye. <laughs> If we have to get rid of Big Brother and Big Sister is the new thing, I don't care. Like, yeah, get but it. I don't think it'll affect Big Brother initially. But I think I'm, I'm interested to know if Julie is going to stay with him and leave CBS, or if she is going to keep her jobs at CBS in general, or if she's going to leave him and keep the jobs at CBS. Do it's, you think that she, you don't think she can like do CBS and stay with him? I mean. It's possible, but it's just not really a good look because it's like your husband is, has done so much wrong at this company and you're still here and you're kind of a product of I that wrong. I don't want to bad talk Julie because I love Julie. I do too. her outfit of last week. <laughs> but I fully believe that Julie knew things were going on. Yeah. And I feel like she was one of the girls, and she just got lucky. I think we've already we've already talked. We about have this. talked about it, but we not about this. We talked about this. We we've talked about it, but the fact that he's probably stepping down tomorrow, yeah. I think it's worth talking about. But I was also yeah. thinking, like, if Julie leaves, what happens to Big Brother? Like, 
She's been on there for 18 years. You know what? What? Call Rita Ora. You know that she <laughs> loves to step in and be a host, if only for a season. I was, but somebody else was talking. They were like, what if Ross and Marissa take over? Uh-uh. I would be so no. pissed. No. Who do you think should well, actually, come in? Let, we were talking about this, and one thing that we love about Celebrity Big Brother UK, and I guess maybe it's just like Big Brother UK. I don't know if it happens on Big Brother UK, but it's bots. The Oh, yeah. And we were like, there should be a show like that for Big Brother in the US, you know, like immediately following, like it, like have like a talk show where the person who got evicted, like then talks to, you know, about stuff. I mean, it's a little bit different here because yeah. you can't really give away a lot of stuff and everything. But I love that. I didn't have too. that there. And I wish that they did it here. The closest thing we have is whatever the fuck that shit is with Marissa and <laughs> Ned. What's his name? Ross. Ross. Who was Ned? I don't know. I thought of like something with like, I don't know. Anyway, Ross and Ned and Marissa and Tom. Yeah, I do like, not I just, want them. I don't even want them on, on the house calls. That's the old one. On whatever this one is called now because they irritate me. But. I like Ross. I don't like Marissa, but I don't, I don't want Ross to be doing together. It's horrible. Like brother. you guys need someone new, young, refreshing, like me. <laughs> I will speak to them. I want Rihanna to replace Julie Chen. I think Rihanna will be so fun. She would be talking Rihanna. shit. She would be talking shit to the house guests. She'd be twerking on stage. I want Rihanna. House guests would come out. She'd be like, "What's my name?" Ooh, nah, nah. <laughs> and they'd be like. R- Rihanna? And she'd be like, you just got evicted. Ooh, nah, nah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I won't be, uh, if we're doing that, then Beyonce. Well, I feel like Beyonce. To the left, to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you own in that bag, you just drop to the ground, but it's over to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do you think would be interesting to host? Um, I think Kelly Clarkson would be a good host. Too. Oh my God, shut up. No. I think she would be awesome. Uh, no. Hillary Duff. <laughs> She's come so likable. Come sit down with me and come clean. <laughs> that could be like a new thing. They come out of the house and they have to stand on this little block and rain falls on them and they have to look sad and she sings <laughs> that <clean>. song. <laughs> and then like as they walk away, she'd be like, that's so yesterday. And so Kelly can yesterday. sing Walk Away when they uh, leave. I do walk love Walk Away. away. <laughs> just walk that's a fun one. Just leave. Pretty much anything. JoJo can do leave, get out. Ooh. That would be, JoJo would actually be great. I, she's my fave, but. I feel like all these people like aren't actually, I feel like we need like a talk host, like Julie Chen. We need to talk yeah. like realistic. Like who's a talk host that like, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> she is not happy at the talk. So they might, or what is it? The view? Yeah, the view. The view. They should, uh-uh. Tamar Braxton. Oh, that would be hilarious. Tamar Braxton should be the host. I would love that. They She's would come like, out there uh-uh. and they'd be saying stuff. Uh-uh, get your life. Get your life. <laughs> you was mess.com. <laughs> Boom, you the new HOH. <laughs> but Tamar without the ball head. I can't do the ball I head. I like the ball head. Mm-hmm. She looks too much like her son. <laughs> That is the funniest thing I heard. Mm. That is wrong. But it's so right. They she had a she had a picture of her and Logan on her story the other day. If you if you guys haven't noticed or picked up, I feel like I've talked about Braxton Family Values a few times on you this. Have. 
I am obsessed with the Braxtons. I me am an too. honorary member of the Braxtons, Bye. according to Tracy Braxton. She called me Zach Braxton. Most irrelevant Braxton. Okay, it doesn't matter. The point <laughs> of the story is she called me Zach Braxton on Twitter, and I will never let it go. I am part of the family. So Tamar's my sister. We're allowed to talk about this. But Tamar posted a picture of her and her son, Logan, and they both got bald heads. And I was like, they look really much alike. Like Really much. <laughs> I see I see the Vince look alike in Logan. He's definitely... He looks just like his dad. He does. But what, when they had the bald heads together, I was just like, I mean, I guess the three of them don't have hair. <laughs> Damn. They bald-ass family. They really are. <laughs> The bald family instead of the proud family. The, the bald family. The bald family. Yeah. <laughs> you and me will always be bald. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with not having hair. No, of course not. I've shaved my head a few times. What, what about what about old house guests? Like, would anybody from the past you think they have Brittany. what it takes? Brittany would be good, I think. Brittany would be fine. Um, Davon. Davon would be great. They could even have a Devon. cast. They could have a cast of hosts. Yeah. Like three, like somebody do the live show and somebody do something else. I think that, that would be interesting. Paul. I would never watch again if I had to watch Paul host Big Brother. <laughs> no, it can't be an old, it can't be an old, uh, I do think we need someone with the same vibe as Julie, somebody with the same poise as Julie, almost like maybe an Omarosa type, but not actually Omarosa. But just the way that they carry themselves, I feel like somebody like that could fill the, the role. But I don't necessarily know who who could even do it. And I, I saw that Dr. Will like tweeted something saying that he just got a crazy call and then he ended it with but first so then i was like if they have dr will like finish out the season that would be very interesting but i also don't think dr will would be bad at it it would actually be interesting and new players would be excited to see him um because it, it, it'd be hard to get someone to fill julie's shoes and when they get evicted they're actually excited to meet whoever it is that's going to be interviewing them but i think dr will would actually be somebody people would be interested in I don't know who that is. Oh, I forgot. You are a real life cash. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. Though. You don't know who Dr. Will is? He's been on every season during the finale. Every modern season. It's not time for a pee break. It is. We have been doing this for an hour and 50 minutes. It is definitely time for a pee break. I think that we definitely need somebody who talks, though. Um, I like Tamar. that. I like that. that. Fine, like, though. Arissa is so good with being lively mm-hmm. and being, like, a, a young, youthful vibe, and she's really connected with it. Don't but, hate me, but I've never watched Big Brother Canada. I mean, uh, but you're a super cash of the U.S. You don't even know who Dr. Will is, so why would I ever expect you to know anything about Big Brother this Canada? Time, Big Brother Canada. I got it. We'll do it. Yeah, we're going to watch it. We should. Julie Girl for... We'll call it Arissa Girl. Arissa Girl. Oh my god, guys. Arissa Girl coming to you in... Is it 2019? Yeah. 2019? That would be cute. Mark it on your calendar. Arissa Girl. It could be A Girl. A Girl. I actually like that. Arissa Girl. Right. Anyway, the point of the story is my vote is Tamara Braxton. My vote is Rihanna all day, every day. It would be great. Rihanna would never. Rihanna would absolutely never do it. Um, oh, that's sad though to think of Julia like not being a part I know. Of I honestly anymore. can't imagine the show without her. Looks nice. I mean, who sees it? You? <laughs> well, I just love the little point that's like sticking up. It looks like a little like crown. I'm a king out here in these streets. After we left the taping, we went. Um, well, we were invited by someone who works for production. 
and he's one of the executive producers. I wanted to say thank you before we left. So we went over and he was like behind this like there was a there was a row of like people was it like security like three I was really in shock. You have to understand that like after I caught the bandana I nothing else made sense to me the rest <laughs> of the night. I was just there. And so we went up to this lady and you asked if we could go say thank you to him. And he was talking to Derek at the time. And so she was like, yeah. And so yeah, we, it was weird because it was so easy. It was so easy. We're just and like, so okay, we're like, thanks. okay, so we stroll over there and it's it's the producer standing with Allison Grodner and Derek. And it was so strange because it was just like, hi, we're all standing here together. And it's just really weird how how close we were to like people who actually put the show together. Yeah, we and been like, hey, Allison, listen to Julie, girl. I know. I really wanted to say something to Allison so bad when it comes to just like all the mess that's been going on. Like you, that's the person that you need to tell things to. You know what I mean? Like. If I would have said something to her, I'm it sure would have gotten... It. I know she does, but it's just like having the opportunity to tell that person everything that you feel is wild. But I didn't want to make it a, a thing. So I was just sit there nicely and quietly. But it was still wild just to have the access. But then we talked to the producer and the whole experience for me was was wild because I've been watching this show since I was a kid. I was like 10 or 11 years old. And for it to be 18 years later and to be on that set with the people who have been working on this show for so long, um, it just was a real full circle moment. And it just made me feel connected to everything that was going on. And I'm excited for the future of Big Brother. And I would honestly love to have a part in putting a, a season together or something. It's just, I don't know. It's weird the way that life works and the way that they put people in your path. And the things that you find yourself passionate about, I believe that it's all for a reason. So I don't know what it is. Maybe this podcast is is the reason that I fell in love with Big Brother or something. I just I just feel like everything happens the way that it's supposed to. And I'm very interested to see what happens next. I'm back. Sorry, Sorry guys. I held it for an hour and 55 minutes. So I think that was like pretty good. Let's in this bitch. Let's in this bitch. We in this bitch. Let's just wait for this to fall off and go, ugh. <laughs> I forgot to have Not on my face. I forgot that. Zachary, thank you so much for that. For cutting it. You're welcome. It was such a sweet thing for you to do. You didn't have to do that. I know I didn't have to. I'm just such a nice angel. I was going to say person, but I'm more heavenly than that. <laughs> James is currently trying to get his Chipotle order under control, and I just want to end this. It's been a fun week. I don't know what to say. It has been a fun week. Thank you for listening to Julie Girl, the Big Brother podcast. You sound so boring. Brought to you. I you sound, sound boring. like Angela. I need energy. <gasps> ah! Come on, Casey. Give the people what they deserve. <laughs> Give it to them. I feel like Tyler I'm being verbally together. abused like I'm in gymnastics Stop, right now. That's not funny. <laughs> okay. Mm. Thank you for listening to Julie Girl, a Big Brother Rockstar. podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I can't do Rockstar's accent. I don't know how to do it. Uh, I don't know. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for tuning in to Julie Girl, a Big Brother <laughs> podcast. If you enjoy what you hear, please like and subscribe and tell your Big Brother friends to tune in to our discussions weekly. Also, be sure to tune in to BB20 every Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday this summer. And also sign up on CBS All Access to hear what's going on in the BB house on the live feeds 24-7. Because if you're not watching the feeds, you're basically Zach, who doesn't know who Dr. Will is. What is wrong with you? <laughs> be on the lookout I know for Dr. It. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? Be on the lookout for new episodes of Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast, every Tuesday on Apple Music, on SoundCloud, on Can we get Google on Spotify? Play. I actually submitted for it to be on Spotify, but it's I feel like it's a weird process to be on Spotify. I just but, want to be able to share it on my Instagram. Oh yeah, that's a oh yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and also if you ever want to just like or comment or subscribe or leave a review of the podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Unless it's bad and keep it to yourself. <laughs> no, I would like to hear your critiques too. Don't listen to Zach. Mm-mm. <laughs> I can't handle it. I can't. Only positive. (laughs) But anyways, we hope you have a beautiful week and we shall see you next week. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Welcome to Snacks with Zach. 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 Adios, Hey, you there. Welcome to Snacks with Zach. Have you guys heard about Snacks with Zach? Welcome to Snacks with Zach. Welcome to Snacks with with Zach. Welcome to Snacks with Zach. Welcome to Snacks with Zach. Featuring Zach. Snacks. What's that? Snack. I love snacks. Especially with myself. Just so you know, snacks According to all right, guys, this is according to Google Translate, so this isn't a real thing. But according to Google Translate, snacks with the capital S is a different word than snacks with the lowercase s. That's appetizers. <laughs> this is not appetizers with Zach. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks with Zach. <laughs> Spinach artichoke dip with Zach. Uh, snacks with Zach. <laughs> Please use all my introductions to Zach's with Zach. Julie girl, Julie girl.